0: Asia's Developing Future, brought to you by the Asian Development Bank Institute in Tokyo, a leading source of knowledge in fast emerging Asia and the Pacific for 20 years. Dr Ulrich Volz of SOAS University of London recently visited ADBI to discuss his survey findings of 18 Asia-Pacific central banks and regulatory authorities on the importance of incorporating climate and environmental risk into their operations and its potential role in scaling up green finance. In this podcast, Dr Volz examines key takeaways from the survey and its implications for sustainable financing in the region.
1: Quite a number of central banks in the region are already explicitly or implicitly promoting sustainable finance. They are the very clear majority view that this is really an important topic and there are different areas where central banks and also supervisors could be playing a key role including capacity building, setting regulatory frameworks, encouraging green loans but also addressing climate issues when setting monetary policy. But what Also, became quite clear from the survey is that there are still a lot of open questions so even though central banks seem to be increasingly convinced okay this is something we have to deal with it's not exactly evident how exactly that should be best approached and there's very little capacity to date among most institutions
0: dr. Voltz describes how such barriers stem from past views among central bankers about the relevance of green finance to their work
1: around a decade ago I started a research project with the Indonesian Central Bank on green finance, and all my friends in the central banking community, including the Bundesbank or European Central Bank, were like, hmm, interesting, but why should a central banker really care about green finance or sustainable finance? We love the environment, we care about it, but it's clearly not a central banking role. For many years, this was very clearly the view in the central banking space, and actually, a central banker who four or five years ago would openly talk about the need to address climate issues uh, would put that reputation at stake because a serious central banker five years ago would not talk about climate risk. And I think now it's really the opposite.
0: Dr. Voltz explains when central bankers' attitudes toward climate risk and environmental sustainability began to shift. In
1: 2015, Mark Carney, the governor of the Bank of England, gave a much noted speech at Lloyds of London, a major insurance company, where he addressed climate risk as a challenge for financial stability. And he received a lot of backlash then. There were a lot of people saying, OK, now he's gone completely off topic. The Bank of England clearly does not have to address climate. But after all, he was the Bank of England governor, and he had quite a bit of convening power, also as chair of the Financial Stability Board at the time so he actually brought it to the financial stability board which looked into this topic so it really got more traction and then the chinese government made sustainable finance the topic in the g20 in 2016 during their presidency and that was also a big change a game changer because it basically forced all central banks and finance ministries from the g20 countries to look into that so over the past couple of years We've seen a very intensive debate among central banks why they should be caring about these issues.
0: Dr. Volz describes the approaches central banks could take in addressing green finance.
1: It's important to distinguish two dimensions when it comes to the central bank's role in addressing climate risks and environmental issues. One is the direct connection to core mandates of central banks, which usually include price stability and financial stability. So we should be looking at how price stability and financial stability could be affected by climate or other environmental risk. But then there's also a potential supporting role. Central banks, as key conveners in the financial markets, could be playing a developmental role in greening the financial system or greening the economy. And that's a much more controversial role.
0: Dr. Valtz points to signs of green financing progress among central banks.
1: The Bank of England has set up a climate hub within its prudential regulatory authority and this uh, climate hub has around 10 staff who are also working very closely with all kinds of divisions across the Bank of England. This is quite unique but I think we're going to see more central banks that will build dedicated units with more capacities that will work closely with other divisions such as financial stability and so on to address climate and other environmental risk.
0: Dr. Voltz says central banks are increasingly conscious of national-level, low-carbon commitments and green financing initiatives, as well as opportunities for regional cooperation within the sector.
1: If you want to promote green or sustainable finance, you need to know, and financial institutions need to know, what green actually means. Virtually all central banks involved in the survey stated that some kind of green taxonomy is needed across Asia. And then there were a couple of other points that came out from the survey, such as developing a regional fund for financing low-carbon projects. Uh, Twelve institutions in total would support a regional fund for low-carbon projects, uh, which may be interesting for the Asian Development Bank. Eight central banks supported a regional carbon tax. Ten supported the development of a regional bond market to facilitate sustainable investment, which I think is interesting because there's been quite a bit of action in developing regional bond markets in Asia, and the ADB has also been involved in that.
0: Dr. Voltz concluded by underscoring the importance of building central banks and regulatory authorities' institutional foundation to take action on green finance.
1: Only 22% of the respondents said that they have already started to implement awareness programs. I think this is an area where we need much, much more action. of the surveyed central banks have set up capacity building programmes to train internal staff or staff from financial institutions and clearly this is also an area where much much more needs to be done. This is also an area where the ADBI can play an important role because most of these institutions are just starting to understand what the challenge is. And that of course is the most important, to be aware of the challenge and be willing to address it. And To this end much more capacity building will be needed.
0: Links to ADBI's most recent publications on green finance can be found in the show notes of this episode. For more on ADBI and its research, capacity building, and training initiatives, please visit adbi.org. This has been Asia's Developing Future, brought to you by the Asian Development Bank Institute in Tokyo. See the show notes for the transcript and related material. For more information about us, please visit adbi.org.